Hello, podcast listeners. We know podcasts are a great way to catch up on a program that you may have missed on KSJE, and it's provided as a free service of this radio station. But you know, KSJE is now listener-supported, and so while you enjoy this podcast, we hope that you'll also take some time to join KSJE. Become a member today. It's quite easy to do. Just go to our website at ksje.com support and pick the level of support that best matches your budget. Thanks again for listening. Here's your podcast. 851, it is Thursday morning here on KSJE. We have an extra segment this morning because weekend after this one is San Juan Symphony Weekend in Durango and Farmington, and that means it's always great to speak with Thomas Heuser, the music director of the San Juan Symphony. He is joining us uh, remotely this morning. Thomas, it's good to see you. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Scott. Great to be here. Thank you very much. It's probably just as cold where you are as it is where I am. I have one degree on the dial. Oh, so. okay. That's about maybe seven degrees colder than it is here, but there you are. Um, <laughs> Symphony Weekend coming up next weekend. Very exciting. Again, in uh, Durango and in Farbington, uh, part of the uh, season, Connect with the Pulse, uh, season 37. So talk to us a little bit about, uh, gosh, what you've got planned for, uh, for next weekend. We are, we are celebrating um, Visionary Beethoven. That's right. So excited for this third installment of our 37th season, Visionary Beethoven. Two fantastic works on the program and a guest artist of extraordinary renown. Uh, of course, San Juan Symphony concerts, all that information is available at sanjuansymphony.org. Tickets online, so many speaking opportunities, just a wonderful weekend ahead for the San Juan Symphony. Uh, just to unpack the music a little bit, the first half is the second violin concerto of Sergei Prokofiev, composer whose music we love to perform at the symphony, and we're featuring the violinist Arno Sussman, celebrated violinist, has many, many recordings, has performed with orchestras and conductors around the world, member of the Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center, uh, a visionary uh, musician in and of himself, pursuing many, many projects. And Arno and I have worked together once before on the Sibelius Violin Concerto. Uh, this Prokofiev Violin Concerto, one of the most sublime and actually kind of astonishing works of music. This is a work from 1935, uh, premiered in Spain. There is a bit of the sort of Spanish flair in this music, but truly a showcase for the violin soloist. And we're delighted to have Arno in residence with us in Durango and Farmington coming up. Um, I should say it's the uh, 25th in Durango at 7.30 p.m. in the Community Concert Hall, and then Sunday the 26th at Henderson Hall on San Juan College campus. That's 3 p.m. Sunday the 26th. Uh, also on the program, thus the name of the program, Visionary Beethoven, is Beethoven's Seventh Symphony. Uh, we love performing the symphonies of Beethoven. It's so exciting. The music is so lively. And in this case, the Seventh Symphony, thrilling. We have, of course, the four typical movements of the symphony. This work was debuted in 1813, so more than 200 years old. But still today, a fresh and exciting piece of music. It's known perhaps most importantly for the uh, slow movement that is the funeral march, so-called, uh, most famously used in the movie A King's Speech, uh, many other instances of this music being performed on its own. But altogether, the symphony has an incredible rhythmic vocabulary. All this life uh, between the different movements, so much 
excitement in the rhythmic writing, and that's where we get the pulse that we're connecting with this year, Scott. It's going to be a fantastic performance. Right. And, and of course, many more opportunities to hear you, Thomas Hoiser, talk a bit about the music and, and educate us all about the program. You've got your um, Musically Speaking um, uh, plan for next week in, in Durango, and then you also speak to audiences um, an hour before each, each concert, correct? That's right, yeah. So let's see, that'll be Wednesday night. Uh, the 22nd will be in Durango at 6 p.m., the Musically Speaking Lecture. That's a little bit more of an extended opportunity for us to connect around this wonderful music, play some musical examples, uh, get into some of the nitty-gritty of the composer's background. Those lectures then go up online for those of you that aren't able to be there in person. One of the silver linings of the pandemic, we're all online, just like here. Now radio is online, isn't that right? Right, so of course. All kinds of adapting. And then you're right, one hour before both performances, I give another informal lecture, uh, just a half hour long, those to get all audiences uh, geared up intellectually and mentally for what the concert has in store. Very good. And I wanted to ask you, too, about the soloist who's coming to perform, and again, with his credentials, I mean, really exciting to be able to see someone uh, of this caliber uh, performing in the, in the Four Corners, and thank you for bringing uh, him to, uh, to the stage here. I mean, that's got to be exciting for audiences as well. Absolutely. I can't tell you how excited I am to have Arno in residence. Um, again, Avery Fisher Career Grant recipient, just an absolute wonder of a mind and a performer and what i love about arno too is that he's a very humble musician he doesn't uh, wear a huge ego on his sleeve or anything like that he really loves the collaborative process has worked with orchestras dozens if not hundreds of times and it's just a treat like you said to have someone of his caliber come and explore this repertoire with us also when i was speaking with his agent and his management the prokofiev second violin concerto is sort of a specialty of his so not only do we get his expertise, but it's with music that he considers very personal and to which he's very connected. So we're lucky to have Arno in residence. And this Prokofiev showcases so much. You know, the first movement begins with the violin on its own. The orchestra doesn't have any music for the first minute or so. Sort of a solo introduction for the, for the violin. And from there, that theme is shared around the orchestra in the first movement, the second movement, a sublime kind of aria, cantilena, beautifully lyrical music of Prokofiev. And the last movement, again, given this sort of Spanish influence from Prokofiev's travels at the time, features the castanets, very rhythmical, uh, lively music that does have that kind of Spanish flair. So great music, a great soloist. I think our audiences are in for a special treat. Right, and I was going to ask you too about maybe the students of music who get to see a performance like this and to kind of see um, the soloist perform and, and, and his techniques and, and things on, on stage for students who are just learning about um, the violin maybe or some of the techniques. This has got to be great for them to see too. It is, absolutely. And at the San Juan Symphony, we have student tickets available in both uh, Durango and Farmington that are either free or discounted. So please be in touch with our office about those student ticket opportunities. Uh, there's also for students of the violin who are in Durango or available on Friday the 24th, we'll have Arno giving a violin master class on the campus of Fort Lewis College at 12 o'clock p.m. So at high noon there, Arno will work with a few students on the music that they're working on, give them some suggestions and technical expertise on their instrument. And even if you can't attend that, you know, again, just like you said, seeing someone perform at this level 
uh, does inspire uh, students, young and old, to uh, perfect their craft, and he really is the model of that. Juilliard trained, uh, born in, in France originally, but now residing in New York City and doing just about everything. He's a real wonder. Wonderful. Well, that sounds great. And, uh, and Thomas, we're just about out of time, but I, I did want to ask you, too. It's, I think I saw somewhere that the, uh, the concert hall in Durango is almost sold out um for this concert and so if folks are still looking for tickets they they may want to um look at farmington as well and come down sunday afternoon and uh, and see the performance there but i know uh the the show is very close to being sold out in in durango at least it was as of last night isn't that great news i mean we are we are having such a banner year scott and i know that audiences coming out of the pandemic are more excited than ever to be back with with live symphonic music in the concert hall so yes if you go to the website and can't find tickets for Saturday night in Durango, the Sunday matinee in Farmington, a wonderful option, uh, you know, even more affordable, arguably. So it's going to be two wonderful performances. Can't believe the energy of this 37th season. It's just been fantastic. So kudos to all the staff behind the team, uh, behind the scenes, the team, and all of our board of directors. Uh, so grateful for you, Scott. Thank you for all you do for us. I, I know you often make the disclaimer that you're on our board. We so appreciate you. I need to do that. I forgot to do that this time, and, I, and I'm glad that you did it because I think it's important that folks realize my relationship with the symphony. So thank you for that. And before we go, Thomas Heuser, um, this is the third of four planned concerts, of course, this season. And so the final one is coming up in, in April. Can you give us kind of a hint of what to expect then? Absolutely, yes. We're calling it Poetry and Motion. It features the fourth and final symphony of Johannes Brahms, one of my favorite works in the repertoire. I tend to say that about every symphony, but Brahms for you can't get a lot more romantic and, and lush and wonderful than that. And also on the program, it's our very first double orchestra with the San Juan Symphony Youth Orchestra. We'll be side by side, a double orchestra performing music from Bizet's L'Arlesienne. So look forward to that in the middle, uh, later half of April. Okay, and of course we'll have you on to talk about that in more detail as we get a bit closer. But but this week it's all about Visionary Beethoven coming next weekend to the concert halls in Durango and Farmington. Thomas, thank you so much for your time. I always appreciate it. Thank you very much, Scott. You bet. Thank you, Thomas. That's Thomas Heuser, the music director of the San Juan Symphony, talking about their upcoming concert next weekend in both Durango on Saturday and Farmington on Sunday. And this is KSJE Farmington, New Mexico, the information and cultural beacon of the Four Corners. Did you enjoy that podcast? We hope that you did. And if you did, share it with your friends. And if you really want to keep podcasts like this coming, please support KSJE. You can do it easily online at ksje.com.